Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Email grovehuntingclub at gmail.com. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. Yeah, I think you see it each week. He's playing quite a bit better each week, making more plays each week. The one, the touchdown he caught down their sideline, he just went deep. It was a scramble, and he that was his assignment. He went deep, and they lost him on it. And obviously, KJ found him. But uh, I think we're doing a really good job with our wideouts. There was a time KJ had already decided to throw the ball away, but Andrew Armstrong did a nice job in the end zone getting open. But KJ had already, you know, he wasn't open by the time KJ had decided to throw it away, which was a good, good call on his part. But I think we're doing a really good job with the scramble drill. Luke himself catches the ball incredible, and uh, can he can run, you know. So we continue to work on his blocking, uh, but he's a big-time weapon, you know, running routes. We've, and we're adding stuff for him each week. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. That was Sam Pittman talking about the chemistry between KJ and Luke Has. Yes, it is. Has... And they are hooking up on the reg. couple touchdowns this last week, playing really well. And excited about his future. He is the next great tight end at Arkansas, or so it would appear. I hate to anoint him so early on, but, I mean, all signs point that way. He's got the pedigree, uh, and he's building the resume. So it's good to see. Good to see. Uh, Arkansas A&M this week, and Arkansas is still licking its wounds off the lost LSU A&M, cruising to victory over a hapless Auburn offense last weekend. Yeah. Be a little tougher this week, hopefully. Here's Coach Pittman on the AM offense with Coach Petrino running things over there. Well, he's obviously a great coach, and, and uh, you know, watching him, I think there's a lot of Coach Petrino, a lot of, heck, I, I see a lot of Jim Chaney, you know, uh, in him. Obviously, Coach Fisher's. I think he's got a lot to do with it, too. I don't see a whole lot of difference in this year than what they were last year. There are some differences, but uh, they're still a a very physical running team. They've they've adjusted some of their line from last year. But Coach Trino is one of the best offensive minds in the game, and uh, we respect him uh, a lot. And uh, they're doing a really nice job on offense. You know, I think the quarterback threw five touchdowns again first game against Wigman against uh, New Mexico. So they're throwing it well and, and running it well. They're, they have that same staple of physicality that they've been using in the past. Yes, Wigman's playing really well, and he'll be sitting on the bench this week. So that's good. Max Johnson takes over for A&M. See, I mean, he played well. Honestly, he came in after Wegman got hurt, yeah. and A&M's offense got better last week. That's great. Great news. Uh, early start, 11 o'clock. We start our coverage at 7 a.m. That's early? Yeah, I'll be up listening. I hope you guys will be, too. I mean, that's that's what it really all comes I'll, I'll together. I'll be up. Yeah. I'll be listening. Okay. I'll turn the app on. You are a liar. Mud Connections, Hogwild Game Day, starting at 7 a.m., uh, also brought to you in part by our friends at Bud Light. Got to thank our friends at the Holiday Inn Express off of Weddington and Fayetteville, our home away from home during football season. And then stick around for the first security fifth quarter postgame show afterwards. Anticipating that'll be around uh, about 3-ish, maybe? 3.30? Mm-hmm. 
All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. And there is our guy, Zach Williams, ready to talk about the matchup this week. Zach Williams in the Zone is brought to you by Fence Brokers. That ball is knocked out of the hand of Card, and that is being played as a fumble. Williams got in there as Hudson Card was bringing up his motion. Williams is a super senior defensive lineman coming off his best season. Shelly, clean pocket, plenty of time, but he didn't get it away. Zach Williams broke free, took Shelly down. When it comes to defensive line, Zach Williams is an expert. When you need a line of defense on your property, call the experts at Fence Brokers, 501-847-8811. Whether it be wood, chain link, ornamental, or a gate, Fence Brokers has you covered. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. All right, Zach Williams, welcome. How are you today? Thank you. I'm good. How are you guys? Buddy, we're good. We're good. Uh, Enjoyed the game last weekend, and uh, unfortunately... Didn't come out the way we were hoping for, but obviously a very, very competitive effort. I'm assuming you guys had a pretty good week of practice leading up to that kickoff with LSU. Yes, sir, we did. Um, you know, we, we practiced as hard as we could. We put the effort in. But, you know, it all comes down to penalties and stuff like that. So we're just going to keep on working on it. And I think we're going to be successful this game coming up. You guys were coming off a disappointing loss the week before, Zach, and then to get close against the top-ranked team like LSU. Give me kind of a feel for the locker room after the game. What was it like in there? Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. The first few minutes, you we were kind of soaking in it. But, you know, things move forward and you have to move on. So we got over it pretty quick. But, like always, you, you have to just learn your lessons from that game and look forward to the next one. You can't really stay on the, the pass for too long. Obviously, Daniels is a really good quarterback and a dual-threat guy. What what do you think uh, – what's the toughest thing about dealing with a guy like that? Yeah, you have to make sure um, – you have to keep him contained and you have to make sure coverage is good and we try to get to him as soon as possible so the DBs and, you know, the secondary don't have to cover him that long. So you just – we have to work on all aspects of that and I feel like our practice plan this week will allow us to do that and we're just going to keep going hard and work for it. Was it loud? It was. It was. Um, it was, of course, really loud for the offense. For the defense, it was kind of loud. But, you know, I think LSU, they they told their fans to quiet down a little bit. It was loud, but it wasn't as loud as I was expecting for us, at least. Hmm. So there's been a lot of talk this week about mental health, and there's, uh, you know, the media, we latch on to things, Zach, and then we just talk about them until people can't stand it anymore. Uh, professionally, it's been about Taylor Swift being at the Kansas City game, and for Arkansas, it has been about Coach Pittman getting off Twitter. Now, you're a guy that's on social media. I don't know how active you are on there, but uh, how often or do you at all get negative feedback from people that directly tweet at you or come at you on social media? Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't even know because, I try to stay away from social media because, you know, people can influence you and in how you feel for some people, and I choose not to even put myself in that situation. So I don't even look at it, to be honest with you. I know a few family members will, and as soon as they, you know, start to talk to me about it, I'm like, all right, you, you can keep it to yourself. I don't really want to hear that. But um, I think I'm pretty good at it. I just try to stay away from it. Yeah, because, I mean, to me, too much praise is not a great thing, right? And then, obviously, uh, ridiculous criticism that you're going to get from some of the lunatic fringe is also probably not terribly helpful for you. Yeah, I've learned, like I said, this, this is my fifth year. I kind of learned all the ropes about that. So <laughs> I kind of know what to do in those types of situations. That's an old head perspective right there. I like it. I like that from Zach Williams. Uh, Zach joining us again on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by our friends at Fence Brokers. So, uh, what's the week been like so far? I mean, we're only a couple days into it here, but uh, you got to you got to hit the reset button, right? I mean, you got some good things to build on. Feeling good about some of the things that happened in the game against LSU. H- how has it been as far as getting back to work? Um, it's been it's been pretty good. You just I think like today that's when we usually like delve deeper into the team. Yesterday we had a little feel for them and, you know, what they do and what we should start practicing on. But, I mean, it's been pretty good. And today, Tuesday practice is always the hardest practice, and we're going to just get into it, learn more about Texas A&M and how to stop them. What comes to mind when you think of the A&M game from last year? Uh, I just think of physicality. I think of a lot of runs. Um, it's always a different feel in the AT&T Stadium, of course, too, so... 
we're going to have to uh, play on turf again. So we have to be more inside and play on the practice turf and stuff like that to get used to it. Uh, I just know a lot of people, they look forward to this game, and we were close last year. The year before that, we won, so we just have to really show off for them and practice as hard as possible. Is it still pretty cool to get to play at AT&T Stadium for you, or is that old hat? Uh, I mean, it is, because every time I, I go up there, it's just it's a different it's a different feel, it's a different atmosphere. I know I used to play there a couple times, even before college, but I always get the same feeling. So that's just something I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to. I'm guessing camps. You got to go to some camps and work out there at AT and T Stadium. Yes, sir. It's huge. That scoreboard is huge. Do you catch yourself just staring up at the scoreboard while your offense is out there watching the game? Yeah, I do all the time. I remember every time I get a little crick in my neck because I'm looking up. But I mean, it's it's a different atmosphere. I love it. That big old board. It's just it's, it's different. You mentioned playing on turf this week. How big of an adjustment is that for you? Um, it's not really that big of an adjustment because I've played on it before, of course. But um, I, I would rather prefer grass. But it's not really that big of a deal. It's just a little different, you know, how your cleat set in the turf versus the grass. So it's a little adjustment, but I'm, I think I'm pretty much used to it. Do you feel faster on that turf? I kind of do. Like if it's a shorter, if it's shorter turf then I feel like I'm going to be faster at like running and stuff. There's been a lot of discussion at the NFL level specifically, especially after Aaron Rodgers' injury, about turf versus grass and the potential for injury. And there was talk that maybe the NFLPA would push for grass at all stadiums. Do you have a strong opinion about that one way or the other? Yeah, I would like to say I would prefer grass because, you know, um, we don't really get turf burns in the grass. And <laughs> them turf burns be hurting. So, like, after the game or practice, yeah, you just you just have to deal with it. Like you fall, and you just scrape up. You're hurting for you know a few days in the showers. I would just rather prefer to just deal with the grass and not get that and have to deal with that. But other than that, it's pretty much the same. Is that the elbows that mainly get the turf burns? Yeah, the elbows, the knees, side of your legs, that kind of stuff. Yeah, side of your shins. Yeah. You you put that stuff on you. I know some guys will kind of almost like tape up their elbows and forearms when they're playing on turf. Do you do that? I don't. I should, but I don't. No, sir. Anything on the uh, Aggies offense that sticks out to you? Uh, we found out today that uh, Wegman's going to be out for two to four weeks with a high ankle sprain. So Max Johnson, who y'all played against last year, will be the starting quarterback. Uh, anything yet on the A&M offense? Yeah, they're big. The O-line, they're big. They're strong. They like to play runs, so we have to make sure to be very physical this uh, weekend. Um... I know that they just like to run the ball a lot. They do counter stretch, power read, stuff like that. So we're just going to have to be training the eyes, be very disciplined this weekend. How do you feel like the D-line held up against LSU last weekend? I feel like we did pretty good. We didn't get knocked back off the ball necessarily a lot. We got a lot of push. It's just that we had to get to the quarterback. I know we only got to the quarterback one time, and that makes a big difference in stuff. Uh, we have to be more ball train, ball discipline, we're working on that because I know that we jumped off sides twice, and that's not usually like us, so we just have to go back to the basics and not try to lose our basics that we've been good at in the past. And Kelvy Rose was the one that, or Kiwi Rose got that sack for you guys. <clears throat> he's he's flashed several times, uh, the transfer from Louisiana Tech. What is it about him that makes him a, a good ball player that uh, is able to make an impact on this team? Uh, he recognizes uh, runs, passes very quick. He's very quick with his hands. And the things he does is just like you hit somebody and you find an open gap that's open for literally like a split second, he'll find it. He's really good with his eyes. I think he's, he, he, he's a master at that, and he, he just strikes quick. He's very quick, very twitchy. He does seem quick for a big dude. Mm-hmm. Zach, safe travels down to Arlington. I think we'll have a pretty good contingent down there. Um, this game feels pretty important, I would think, for the rest of the season. And uh, I think you guys have what it takes. So, wishing the best of luck. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Talk to you all. All right. Take See care. You. Zach Williams. In the zone, but shunning social media.
Appreciate Zach. He's got his head in the right place. That's good. All right, a couple things here. i got a few sound bites I want to share and a thought process on a couple things. Let's start with something kind of fun. This is Mark Stoops this week. He was asked about the Kentucky-Florida game. Kentucky's hosting Florida this weekend, and it's an early start. He was asked about it by the media yesterday. Mark, you mentioned the crowd. The last time Florida played here, I they had eight legal procedure penalties. They very sustained the loud crowd. Do you worry that a new crowd just... I have great confidence in the people of Kentucky that can get up very early and pound some beers. <laughs> Why would you disrespect this great state and the great people of it? Yes, no. I have very great confidence that most SEC fans are not opposed to getting up early and drinking a few cold beers and then getting inside to watch a ball game. So, yeah, if you're a Kentucky fan, that's a big week. You're home. You get to host a pretty good Florida team. Yeah. It's fun. It's always fun oh, to beat the Gators. I, yeah. I hope people turn out. I hope it'll be good. Um, I think that's I, an under, by the way. That was one of the games I looked at. What was the over-under? Uh, it's it's uh, nothing. You know. 50-ish? Under? No, I think it's lower than that. 45? I think it's, it's like, this is teens ball game. Okay. I don't know if either team gets into the 20. I'll buy that. All right, so let's get into this. Um, listen, we have talked about this before. 45. Okay. We've talked about this before a little bit, and th- there is a, uh, I think for some people, I'm not going to name anybody in particular, because I don't know anybody in particular, but I just get the sense that there is uh, some dislike of Dion Sanders that goes beyond just uh, the fact that he is a outspoken ball coach. And it's the same people that seem to dislike the NBA a little Christian. bit, too. Christian, no, no, no. Uh, there are some people that fear an outspoken coach. Um, there is probably, in some cases, to Christian's point, a racial aspect to this. Yeah, I'm not saying it's the most prevailing reason why people dislike me. No, there are. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I, I didn't like the way he handled his team when he came in, and there is no racial uh, over undertone for me at all. But. Now that I kind of understand where he was coming from on it, since he kind of explained himself on 60 Minutes, he was basically trying to, you know, weed guys out. I thought he was basically telling guys, hit the door, Jack, you're not good enough, as opposed to guys like, I'm going to give you a chance to prove yourself. That's what I wanted to hear, but that's not what he said. But that's what he meant. So I'm cool with it. I've come around on it. Plus, look, everybody will agree, it's been good for college football, generally, as far as the amount of attention that's been brought to the sport. However... I think you got to be very careful when you start pointing fingers at people that you are suggesting have ulterior motives for hating on or going after Colorado and Coach Sanders, or Prime, if, as he prefers to be called. Um, Skip Bayless, obviously, again, he's a talking head. I think you got to, as a talking head, I think you got to let what we say go in one ear and out the other. In some cases, we're here to be a, we're in a little different situation than Skip or. Stephen A., those guys, like they're not looking for feedback from people. We're here to be a, an opportunity for you to weigh in on what you think about what you saw or what you want to see happen or whatever else. Those guys are there to sort of pontificate. They're there to tell you what you saw. Right. <laughs> um, I can think for myself, but they're thinking for you. But I think you've got to be very careful when you – it's okay to have these conversations. I'm not going to shy away from any topic. But I think you've got to be very careful about where you're pointing fingers when it's a sensitive issue. Or it's something that's extremely offensive to somebody. So this was Skip this week. And again, he's surrounded by people who are Dion lovers, right? Mm-hmm. He's got, I mean, he's got uh, Irvin Irvin's. on there and they're, they're buddies. Keyshawn. Yeah. And I don't know how, what Sher- how where Sherman comes down on it, but I typically, wherever Sherman comes down on things, typically I'm going to side with him. I like, I like Richard Sherman a lot. I've talked about that before. But he's basically in the, in the sycophant room. You know, going after Dan Lanning, who had the audacity to say anything negative about Colorado football as he was trying to get his team fired up for the ball game. But I think Skip's got to be careful here. There is a deep-rooted sort of a venomous vengeance that is starting to manifest itself against Dion among white coaches. And, and I'm not going to say they're all white because we saw what Jay Norvell did just two weeks ago, you're, right? You're, you're right. Okay? You're it's, right. It's deep-rooted and seeded because... Dion didn't pay any dues that they all had to pay. Correct. Correct. He's simply mm-hmm. the greatest athlete who ever played, and he has shattered the mold, as we have talked right. and talked right. about, because that's who he is. He is one of the greatest talkers in the history of sports. He is 
as entertaining an interview as there is in all of sports as we speak. He is playing to his strengths. He is in the midst of the greatest turnaround in college football history doing it his way. Not Dan Lanning's way, but Dan Lanning, that, that was venomous vengeance. That was real. I don't think he was playing just for clicks. I think he knew exactly where he was going, and he was speaking from his heart of hearts. He says, we are rooted in substance, and they are all about flash. That is not true. They have been well coached. They did not play well coached football on Saturday. But the problem was, he did run with it, and it worked because... Colorado got buzzsawed right in half from the opening kickoff because Oregon comes out and Oregon. goes 72 yards in 10 plays and doesn't even go to third down one time. This, to me, is just another version of uh, a school that may not be may not have some of the advantage of other schools and a coach trying to tell their guys to be fired up about playing against that school, right? I mean, they're getting a lot of attention. <laughs> they're Oregon. <laughs> No, I'm saying. Yeah, or, I'm not saying. Flash, no, my point. No, no, that's what was funny to but, me. But my point is, they are getting more attention than maybe they have earned by their performance on no the doubt. field. No doubt. That's the point. Yeah. So everybody saw the speech, right, from Landon. We played it yesterday, and basically he said they're playing for clicks, we're playing for wins. I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot of racial undertone there. And if you say white coaches and you're talking about it in reference to Dan Lanning, you're automatically saying that there is a racial undertone with Dan Lanning. You better watch your step and be very careful in that situation if you're a talking head. That's a pretty serious claim against a coach that doesn't have any history of making racial comments or racially insensitive comments. Do I think there is an undertone in some cases? 100%, because you'd have to be pretty naive not to believe that for some folks. There are people... I'm not, I don't know. I ain't going to name names. I ain't going to point fingers. That's not my place. But there are people who are intimidated by, by an outspoken, successful black man in some cases. That's just the way it is. But you better be very careful about pointing the finger at individuals, to me, if you don't have some evidence that that's part of the process. I think it's strictly a, we're the best team. We're the better team. We're going to go out and kill these guys. They're getting all the attention because they flapped their gums. And they're like he said, they're playing for clicks. They're getting them, too. Here's Dan Lanning's comments in response, but he also makes a great point. He admits that they're all good. Colorado's good for football, but his job is to get his team excited. His job is to get his team ready and maybe put a little chip on their shoulder, even though they're a 21-point favorite. I'd say he did a pretty damn good job, wouldn't you? Yeah. There's been a lot of talk of nationally about your pregame speech and your aggressive play calling. I think uh, Skip Bayless called it venomous vengeance. I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that and kind of how your words have been skewed a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know Skip at all. Um, I've never had a conversation with him. Um, it, I, I've watched him enough to know how often he gets it wrong. So, I mean, that sounds about right. But, I mean, ultimately, here's what I say. We're playing to win the game, right? And you saw a 15-second clip uh, from a window view outside the house of what happens in the locker room, right? I, I know our locker room. I'm in the house 100% of the time. I know how our players felt um, going into that game. And I know what it takes to motivate our players. That's my job, to motivate our players, right? He has a job. I have a job, too, um, to get out there and to perform on the field. But inside that house, they felt a certain way. They felt a certain way about a group stomping on the O. They felt a certain way uh, about guys talking to them in the pregame. And I'm proud of those guys because what they decided to do is talk with their pads, Right? They didn't want to do anything extra afterwards. They want to talk with their pads, and they did that on Saturday. I'm also um, grateful and, and can clearly acknowledge that the attention that we got this Saturday, in large part, was due to, uh, due to Dion and what he's doing to college football. And if anybody can't see what he's done for college football and how he's bringing excitement to college football, you're crazy. Right? And I said that last week as well. Um, he's done a lot for the game. He's, he's building something over there. I think that's really, really clear. Uh, there's no secret there, but it, it wouldn't matter if I was playing my 10-year-old uh, son on the other sideline. I'm going to do everything I can to win. If I'm playing Bill Belichick, I'm going to do everything I can to win. Did I go for it on fourth down? Yeah, I have every game this year. Right? I've gone for it nine times. Did I go for a two-point conversion? Yeah, I've done it three out of the four games this year. And if, if we play again tomorrow, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do everything I can to win a game and everything I can to motivate my team. So, um, you know, that's... That to me is classless. What what you know what he's saying there, but I'm I'm not really worried about it. Okay, that was an awesome response. Thought so too. Yeah, I like Dan Lanning. I do too. Um, Skip's an idiot. That's true too. Uh, and again, I won't say that everything he said is completely devoid of some 
logic and sense and truth. But again, I think you got to be very careful if you're going to point the finger at somebody and make a very significant insinuation. Mm-hmm. You better have some evidence before you go that route because that's a deeply offensive thing to to somebody. No, and we talked about it when you were off. That there are people who don't like Dion because of the basically he jumped to where he is. He got a job that his credentials show that he doesn't deserve that except for he was a great player. Well, great players don't always make great head coaches. Mm-hmm. He's been on the fast track partly because of his name and who he is. It's got him where he is, and there are people who are upset with that. I've been in the coaching business for years and been bypassed for co- for jobs like Colorado. Well, some people are prodigies in some ways, and not many guys are great players, especially at that like the best player, mm-hmm. who become very, very good coaches, too. I had my doubts. I'll admit it. And I was like, you know, what he did at, at, at Jackson State was impressive. But we're like, okay, well, that's one thing. Let's see if you can do that. And again, you were you are going to be able to get a few recruits that maybe can make a difference for you at that level. Well, it's going to take a few more than that at the level of Colorado to get it done. I've been very very impressed. But again, here's the thing that sucks for Dion now going forward is they're probably a six or seven win team max against the schedule they're going to play. Mm-hmm. But they're going to get everybody's best shot because they have aroused the interest yeah. of the opposing fans and the opposing players. And they're going to be fired up to go to Boulder and try to stick it you know, to Colorado this year. And like Dion said this week, you better get me while you can because I do believe he'll bring in more top-level recruits and yep. he'll get things yeah. rolling. All right, let me get uh, Savage in here quick and then we'll hit the break. What's up, Savage? What's up, fellas? I like Clay Dion Sanders kind of like what Tiger Woods did to golf. He brings a different level of excitement, the popularity... I mean, it's good for the game. And then, did y'all happen to see the Barstool uh, Sports when they were talking about Stan Pittman, uh, the pitcher he did with uh, Sarah Huckabee, and they were talking about his weight and uh, pretty much his cup size, if he was going to wear a bra. Did y'all see that? Who's, I used to watch, you know, who I'd said get it? Off, I'd get off Twitter, too. Barstool Sports. Oh, Barstool did? Was it Barstool Arkansas or yeah. Barstool National? Uh, I think it's uh, National. Hmm. I didn't see I it. it. I, sent a, I, text, I text you a link to it. Yeah, I mean, please it's do. pretty disgraceful. And, uh, just look at that, and I, I can't blame him for getting on Twitter. You know, you don't need yeah. social media to recruit. He's a good recruiter anyway, so just go out there and do it on your own, Sam. Got to do it. Again, get the power. Blocked. Mm. Blocked. Blocked. Oh, you want to say something about my boobs? Blocked. Bye. Don't need you. That's not productive for anybody. That's a dumb comment. It's lame. What are you, 12 years old? Grow up. If you don't have anything to – there's plenty of things to criticize about what's happening on the field. You got to take cheap shots about his body. You're obviously not very bright. Mm-mm. Anyway, Pat Bradley is. He's going to talk to us on the other side. Stay tuned. <laughs> Game day starts with the Mud Connection Hogwild pregame show with Trey Schaap and David Basil. Brought to you in part by Bud Light and the Holiday Inn Express and Suites off Weddington and Fayetteville. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman spoke to the media yesterday about turning the page from LSU to Texas A&M. During the conference, he mentioned freshman tiny and Luke has his growing role. Luke himself catches the ball incredible, and uh, he can run, you know, so we continue to work on his blocking, but he's a big-time weapon, you know, running routes, and we're adding stuff for him each week. Saturday's kickoff versus Texas A&M is set for 11 a.m. Coverage will start at 7 a.m. on the buzz with the Hogwild pregame show thanks to Mud Connections. And the Arkansas Travelers return to action for Game 2 of the Texas League Championship Series tonight versus the Amarillo Sod Poodles. It's winner go home as the Travs trail in the three-game series one to nothing. First pitch is set for 7.05. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Mud Connections presents the Hogwild pregame show with David Basil and Trey Schatt before each Arkansas Razorback football game four hours before kickoff. Hogwild pregame show is brought to you in part by Rainwater Holton Sexton, Bud Light, and the Holiday Inn Express and Suites off Weddington and Fayetteville. Quality outdoor products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40-year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259 and Gavaloom runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and over 
Outdoor Runs are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come buy quality outdoor products in Alexander right next to the I-30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, call them at 501-455-0240 or check out their website, qualityoutdoor.net. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleanup you won't have to do now. So for your next gathering, let the butcher shop steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill. Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with Arkansas Urology. Chris, it's the 19th annual kickoff to men's health event, this time coming to North Little Rock. Yeah, Trey, we've had a great month, and we're excited to get to our clinic in North Little Rock, 4200 Stockton Drive, on Thursday, September 28th. Gentlemen, 40 and over, it's time for them to get screened, is it not? That's right, and like our CEO, Scott Davis, says you come in for a free screen, and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV. 501-263-0926 for more information, sponsored by Baptist Health. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. You're back in the zone with Justin Eggery and Westmore, Central Arkansas's only midday sports talk show. People dream high in the quiet of the night, you know that I caught it. Uh, can I try one that's not about the Cowboys? Uh, Swifty to Swifty. Uh, Taylor Swift was in attendance to watch Travis Kelsey's game with his mom in the box. Seems like they may be the new it couple. Where do you fall on that? <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, power couple in the NFL. Well, I would say that Travis Kelsey's had a lot. Kelsey's had a lot of big catches in his career. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the biggest. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, yeah, pretty big. <laughs> Loving him was red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bill Balachick weighing in on the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey love affair, whatever it is. Um, I will say I've heard clips from this. I think it's WEI. Pat knows this radio station. I'm sure better than we do. We'll bring Pat in in here in a second. Every time I listen, that woman's voice kills me. I'm like, how did you get on radio in Boston? It sounds like. The uh, two women that do the the fake show on uh, Saturday Night Live, they're like yeah, the yeah. sweaty balls ladies, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, Pete, tell me more about your sweaty balls. It sounds very boring. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm like, come on, lady. I mean, call Dan Lanning a racist or something. Do something interesting. It's lame. Did you see his jersey sales are like up 700% in the yeah, last I week? That. I read 400, 400 from Saturday to Sunday, but yes. Obviously, it's it's having an impact. The Reebok shoes that she was wearing in the pictures are now like trending on the website, and it's just it's crazy it's what crazy. her fans do. Yeah. It's crazy that he's you know he's in the argument of being the best tight end ever. Yeah, and now he's just reached another level of fame just because he's in a relationship with Taylor Swift. Did you see the woman going off? I, I tweeted it yes, yesterday. Saw that. I was I had a little trepidation because she was very graphic in her commentary, but. She was just losing her stuff over, you know, this whole thing. And it's pretty funny to me. Swifties are very, very engaged. They're passionate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I respect it. I know John Neighbors is a huge fan of the Swifties, too. He can tell you more he about that one. during Out of Bounds. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Patrizio, buongiorno. Hey, why, oh, how are you doing, boys? Buddy, we're good. We're good. Not as good as Travis Kelsey, but we're good. Boy, I, I tell you what, some weeks, 
you know, you don't even need to do show prep. No. It's like unbelievable. Like everything is going on. I don't know what's going on in this world. Everywhere I look, there's something up. There's something down, sideways, crossways. Jeez. Are you in Everybody town this week? Them? Are you in Are you in uh, Boston this week? I, I am, and I'll actually be in Bentonville Friday night because Guy Whitney is going to the Bentonville High School Hall of Honor. So <laughs> give a, it's about give a time. It's about time. What Tiger has had a greater impact on the world than Guy Whitney? Yeah, and uh, it's going to be fun. Bentonville, as you guys well know, is much different than it was back in 1993 when he graduated high school. It's mm-hmm. somewhat of a, I don't even know, what would you say? It's more than a research. I don't even know. It's a different town, really, oh, it's right? It's exploded. Just all the, yeah. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, put, I'll, put it, I'll put it simply. When Guy was in school... We could afford to live there, and now we can't. Yeah. I can't even hardly afford to eat there now. Okay, PB, are you yeah. going back home Saturday, or are you staying here? Well, no, I'm going to go over to practice. Your timing's terrible. It, Here's the reason I ask all this. Arkansas State <laughs> is playing at UMass this weekend, Patrick. No. This weekend. Yes. What? Yes. It's a one-point line. Arkansas State is a slight road underdog, and I wanted you to go over there and and uh, root for Coach Jones and company against the hated yes. UMass Minutemen. Why Why am I only just hearing about this now? What is going on? I don't Are know. you kidding me? I don't know. What's this? this is what I'm talking about. Like, everybody has time to fight on Twitter, but nobody has time to send me a message about well, this? Well, you wouldn't have done anything different. I mean, guy's more important to you than watching an Arkansas State game, even in your backyard. So you couldn't have done anything different. You maybe could have jetted out Saturday morning, but... Listen, you and I are the same. I won't accept the invitation. I want to be invited. That's all. Just invite me so I can refuse the invitation. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, okay, so I'm not going to call, but at least I want to know I was invited. Is the uh, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing good for football and or entertainment? Or is it a distraction no, that is unnecessary? It's uh, going to cost the Chiefs a chance to win a title again. He's not built for it, trust me. He's not built for it. He can't handle it. It's not going to go well for him. Nor is it going to go well for Joe Klein's Kansas City Chiefs. I got bad news. This is worse than the Kardashian situation. Oh, boy. Not going to happen. Yeah, no. Has she dated a professional athlete yet? No. No. He's not going to come out of this one unscathed. I'm just telling you. He doesn't. The look in his eyes when they were leaving the stadium was pure terror. He was pure terror. Yeah. I think she has an argument for being, like, maybe the most famous person on the planet, right? Yeah. She's Mm -hmm. in the conversation. Here's the thing. I would say if you polled all the NFL players and you could... You already have two Super Bowl rings to your credit. You're already rich, beyond belief. And then you're dating one of the highest... Maybe the highest profile stars... The highest profile star on the planet who's going to be a billionaire at some point. Like, isn't it worth not ever winning another Super Bowl to have a relationship with Taylor Swift long-term? Like, if you end up with her, like, is mm-hmm. it worth it? Like, would you rather win five more Super Bowls or end up with Taylor Swift well, if you're him? I think you just have to look at the net worths, and that answers it for you, probably. Yeah, I mean, but it's more than that. If you, if you like the relationship, if you're happy. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's on such another level. I don't think she sees humans, like, uh, on her level. Like, she <laughs> looks past him. No, no, she, when she looked at him, she looks through him. It's... He is just. She just wants to sit up in the box and have popcorn for a couple of games. Pat. And then and oh, Tom Brady. Listen, uh, Tom Brady's nah. the, the biggest supermodel in the world, and and, and 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 they had a beautiful, beautiful life together. He's no Tom. He's no Tom. He never will be Tom Brady. You're you're, you're really. You're I mean, really you're being a love you're being a love cynic right now, Pat. And I don't like it. <laughs> listen, <laughs> there's very few mere mortals. That can stack up eye to eye, I would say. You know that. Yeah. I mean, something. Yeah. yeah, she's. Uh, I mean, there isn't. I mean, that's the thing. For her to, for her to, her to lower herself to the level of just a mere professional athlete. <laughs> it is. Admittedly, funny. the guy that might be the best ever to play his position. It's still beneath her. Listen, a tight end. I mean, come on, get a quarterback. Maybe even. Uh, I don't know, a wide receiver. Imagine if she was dating like a long snapper. <laughs> Give the long snapper a shot. Can I just switch the, the deals quickly? Because I know you guys got to go. No, I take my time. You know? I'm staying right here for a minute. I'm not ready to go yet. 
Has she ever dated uh, a man that is anywhere close to her level? Who is the closest guy oh. she's ever dated to her level? I mean, Jake, how could you? Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, it would have to be. And that was earlier on sad. in her career? Craner got moved to Thursday. Oh, okay. Sorry. Gyllenhaal's got a sad face. I don't, I don't really like him. He's sad all the time. I like him as an actor. I loved him in uh, when he was the... Uh, in, oh, uh, in Brokeback. He was great in Brokeback. Oh, Brokeback. He yeah. was good in that. Yep. He was also really good in Zodiac. Good movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Pat. So, what was the other thing I want to ask you? I already asked you about the uh, the deal. And you, you oh, there's another thing. Let me just say this. Okay. I, I, so the criticism of college athletes is not a problem. I don't know why everyone's crying about this. I was most, I've had handwritten letters sent to me, typed letters from a computer and a typewriter. <laughs> and I had people walk up to the campus to me saying, y'all stuck. Because I came after the national championship team, yeah. and we missed the tournament in 97. So mm. I had a lot of hate. And you know what the hate does for you? It focuses you. It realizes how much people, uh, uh, how much uh, you want to play in that environment. It's better than mm. not having that. Yeah. If I had to choose for it and against it. I'm just, that's just me. I don't uh, know. Well, that is, that, a, that was... Uh, well, that's what my point was going to be, Pat. And again, you know, I, I love you, and I, I hold you in very high regard. But you're not like normal people. <laughs> no, you are someone who is fueled by criticism, and you are someone that will stick a put a stick in someone's eye if they if they come at you. You're gonna they come at you with a knife. You're going at them with a gun. You know that's just who right. you are. You're the guy that wants to. Sh- I'll show you. That's always <laughs> been your mentality. But not all guys are built like that. Right. Very true. Very true. I enjoy it. I and, know you uh, do a lot. Most of the time, I end up on my backside, regretting it. But mm-hmm. that's why. I, to get up one more time than we go down. Isn't that right, my brother? That's exactly right, my friend. There's no question about it. Well, I'm, I'm excited for Guy. Please send our regards and uh, our best wishes oh. to him. And I'm sorry that uh, you're going to miss the UMass uh, A-State game. I know. It's a shame. It's a shame. How do you Next feel? Year. Give, me a, give me a pick on Arkansas A&M this weekend, PB, and don't give me the homer pick. Give me the honest pick. I, I actually already, online, I already took us to, I took us on the money line and I took the five and a half. For the hogs, mm-hmm. so I put my money where my mouth is. <clears throat> That's disgusting, Pat. You don't know where that money's been. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Because okay. Finner and I get it all in one, all in dollar bills. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I know exactly where it came from. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, we're going to let you go. I appreciate the time. Uh, thank you to River City Flooring, and uh, you know anybody in Northwest Arkansas, look for Pat and Guy this weekend. Where's the event being held? Is it at the school or is it somewhere uh, else? Uh, it's right before the football game. I think playing Fort Smith Southside, maybe. Okay. So, yeah, do before the game, and then then we'll go to the football game. Lovely. All right, my friend. I appreciate you. Safe travels. We'll talk soon. All right. Love you, boys. I love you, See buddy. You. See you. And that's Pat Bradley, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. Jimmy's enrolling before we take the break. What's up, Jimmy? Uh, real quick, you know, that picture with, with Sam and Sarah, what he ought to do is talk to Sarah Huckabee because... He hadn't seen anything compared to the hate she gets on social media and everything. She just ignores it. You know what I mean? I'll say it. He ought to go read those comments, and there's a lot more about her than there is about him. I wonder if she runs her Twitter account. That's a great question. You know, I wasn't real happy about her whole FOI thing as a uh, journalist. However, I will say she looks like, uh, I mean, looks shouldn't matter, right? No, shouldn't. I think she looks pretty good, though, I just got to say. I don't know. Although it I don't know what she's been doing, but I gotta. I mean, I don't know. I think she's it is disappointing that Barstool would would do something like that, but at the same time, and when anybody that gets out there in the spotlight, it's gonna happen to them. I mean, it, it just it always does. It always will. I read Barstool yeah. every day. I didn't see anything on there, so I think it's Barstool Arkansas because I don't think mm. Dave Portnoy gives a crap about Sam Pittman's physical build. Personally, thanks for the call, Jimmy. But I didn't see it. Did you see it? You guys need to look that up. Savage sent us <clears throat> on the uh, Southern S- Solutions text lines. Southern, Southern Structural, Structural Solutions. Solutions text line. Somebody er- erased it from up there. Well, you haven't memorized, right? Uh, apparently not. Happens. You didn't call it the old name, at least. That's no, good. that's true. There you go. Cup F full. Yes, uh, go ahead. What do you say? Uh, he, he sent us a link, but I can't get there. Why can't you? It's blocked on my computer for some reason. Is it a porn so I'm gonna, link? I'm going to try to do it on my phone. I'm just kidding. We don't block porn links here. Um, all right, let me see here. This is on Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. The fans that have the tickets right below his parents' box are going to be able to make a killing. 
uh, off their tickets if she keeps showing up at games. That's a good point. Apparently, Roger Scott was sitting right in front of her the other day. Really? That's what he told me. Huh. Run, Jerry says, Pittman's soft. I see our fans online making fun of Eli Drinkwitz every day. That's true. He's a nerd. Calling him names, dork, and all kind of stuff, geek. But he doesn't get all sensitive about it, fool. He's 4-0. Can't, I can't, can't make fun of him because he's winning. Anyway. Just because it happens to somebody else doesn't mean it's okay. Uh, we write this down, Wes. Junior Mint wants us to ask Coach Conk how to increase recruiting for your son. Well, getting off social media Camps. is not going to help. Well, just, Camps. just write it down and ask him. Um, let's see here. Mike says, guys, I understand getting rubbed the wrong way. Do you? Hello. <laughs> Cue the song, rub you the right way. But if you want to be an SEC coach, you have to embrace criticism. Rub you the right way. Who is that? That's not Johnny Gill. Who is that, Christian? Who sings that? Um, One more time. Rub you the right way. Is that Johnny rub Gill? The right way. Rub you the right way. You sound again, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the criticism of him coaching that was the issue. It's he gets the, paid the criticism of the physical attributes. Did he say that specifically, or we're yes. just assuming that? Well, when he, he was talking to the punter about, hey, did they uh, say that uh, I was fat and need to lose weight? Did they say something about my chest? Oh, he, okay, he, I missed that part. Applied. All right, I guess I was doing two things there. Um, let me finish this. He says, also says he gets paid millions a year. He can hire someone to handle his social media. That's a good point. And he never has to look at him. Just think the entire athletic department is soft and knows the fan base is soft and wants someone that is nice. Yes, mental health and social media is a deal, but we also aren't millionaires. Think Pitt is talking about some players, but those are some players are getting their snaps and Instagram stories shared about them flashing money, cars, and women. Hmm. Uh, Jay says, I graduated UA and Hog fan, but there's no one that comes close to the Grove for pregame tailgating than Ole Miss. In-game atmosphere is lower tier SEC. Most fans stay in the Grove or leave before half. Yeah, I just, again, I am biased. Uh, we had a bad experience as a station, and I think anybody who polices the audacity of people drinking beer in public uh, that closely is lame. I'm sorry. I think they're pathetic. I think they're losers, and I think their whole game day uh, tailgate rules are archaic and uh, Neanderthal-like. They're still stuck in the 1920s, like it's prohibition. Thank you What's very much. Thank you very much. <clears throat> what? You can't. <clears throat> you can't claim yourself as the best tailgate to ever exist if you don't allow people to have beer cans walking around. Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Arkansas used to police that a little bit in the lot 44. They're like, could you put that in a cup? But they wouldn't pour your beer out if you had a beer can. Mm -hmm. Or cases after case after case after case. It was Bud Light, admittedly, but still, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't don't understand the thinking. I'm like, just don't. No. Take, Take the beer home. Don't pour it out. I mean, if nothing else, just save it. Drink it. I don't want to see it poured out on the ground. Yeah. That's why I've always laughed about them saying, oh, we always win the party and stuff. I'm like, how many parties have you been to to be like, hey, 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 you got to put that beer in a can in a cup. You can't have this. What is this? Like, what do you think we are? We're a classy place. And I don't mind if I have a can and you say, hey, will you go put that in a cup, please? That's yeah. the rule. Fine. Yeah. But to take, like, to confiscate, you know, 30 packs, the we're taking to our tailgate spot. To hide. Because they're not inside a cooler, <laughs> so you can't see them. I don't want to hear it ever again. Do yeah. the old Miss people all sound like 1920s gangsters? Yeah, see? Yeah. You're going to put your beer away, see? We're going to put you away, see? I'll pull your beer out right on the ground. You're going to like it. You're going to watch me do it. And if you give me any feedback or any guff, I'm going to put you in the slammer, you see? Sons of bitches. I don't, I don't even know why. Like, what's the reasoning? Like, I could understand if there was some sort of reason. It's so illogical and it's dumb. Yeah. It's like you don't want other brands of beer be out there. I don't know. Yeah, it's we got to run. I'm sorry. By right. the way, it was Big Cat and PFT from Pardon My Tate. Mm-mm-mm. That's disappointing. Yeah. Big Cat's better than that. They were talking about. Yeah, kids. Big Cat, you're pathetic. Come on, buddy. You're better than that. Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. For September, our office 
visit is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialists can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old, I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit littlerockmensclinic.com. Are you a fan or are you the ultimate fan? Play the Elon DK Ultimate Sports Fan Package Sweepstakes for a chance to prove you're the world's greatest armchair quarterback. All from the comfort of your own home theater. Visit an Elon DK near you to enter for a chance to build your own home theater with a $5,000 Best Buy gift card plus a YouTube TV gift card. Your ticket to streaming your favorite games this season. Visit an Elon or DK today and score big. No purchase necessary. 18 or older message and data rates may apply. For official rules, eligibility, terms and conditions, and privacy policy, visit mylon.com slash ultimate sports fan sweeps. It's time for another Corky's Ribs and Barbecue customer review. Corky's, you've got the secret to world peace. It's in your ribs. Every bite is a step closer to global harmony. I propose we have Corky's Barbecue at every negotiation. Corky's Ribs and Barbecue in Little Rock and North Little Rock. This is a test of the emergency activation system. This is only a test. with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. So if you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, let's see what Justin Acre and Wes Moore have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, we have a very short segment here because we yammered too long. What's new? Bad clock management. A lot of that going around this week. Come I'll, out. But you know what? I'll take all the criticism in the world because I deserve it. I, I certainly do. All right. I'm going to let Chuck in here real quick. He says he's got a Grove story for us. Chuck, you got 40 seconds. Yeah, I went to the uh, Grove. It's actually the first year Houston Nut was coaching there. Went to the Grove, and not only were they not bothering us about drinking beer openly, but some of the Tunica casinos had tents set up in the Grove, and they were handing out, like, chilled shots of Crown Apple. Hmm. And people were just walking around with little miniature bottles of Crown. So the... So I don't know if they've, like, tightened up their rules, but that was not the experience that I had when I went there. Interesting. Yeah, ours was, now, that was the well, game, was where we, that was the game we lost to Darren McCluster, so uh, that's about the only thing memorable about that trip. Yeah, ours was after Houston for sure. So, anyway, I'm a, I'm a little bitter, and I am i don't know that I'll ever get over it until they make it good. They when should, was that? 2020, 2019? It's been a few years ago. Yeah, it was before COVID, so. Anyway, Chuck, I appreciate the, t- the uh, story. Thank you, and I'm glad that they weren't always a-holes over there. The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand-new Ford Edge for just $29,997 and take a whopping $8,000 off brand-new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better.